the real achievements and the real successes don't often come with permission. They come with the act of walking forward, of taking the step and moving forward, not being asked to be invited into the room, but going into the room. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am going to be talking to you about the stories that have changed my life. The phrases, the quotes, the the things that have been said to me that have impacted me the most and either created a change in me, a shift in perspective, but something that was truly impactful that really has shaped my mindset and in some ways the course of my life. The first thing that I want to share with you about something that has changed my life, it's a phrase or a concept, really an idea that I had heard was really around the idea that it's not always the big thing, the big leaps, the big doors and opportunities that come in front of us that we want to go after, the things that we're waiting on or the permissions we're waiting on to go after what we really want to do. But it's really about the daily consistent work. And consistency is not often something you hear as like, oh, this is the thing that you need. This is the breakthrough that is going to happen for you if you are consistent. But it is really the truth that I have found in my own life and so many other successful people that I've heard have, I've heard say this, that it's more about the consistent daily unsexy work that they did than it ever was about some big breakthrough or the right person finding out about what they did. And it was the thing that launched their career. It's less about the grandiose major opportunities that we're just hoping and praying and working towards coming our way. It's less about that and more about what you're doing in the consistency of your day, your daily habits. And oftentimes, here's another phrase I've heard. Oftentimes we underestimate what we can do in the long term and we overestimate what we can do in the short term. And I can say that I have so thought this over time. I've gotten frustrated over things not happening fast enough, thinking I should have more produced at this point without always really recognizing the amount of growth that's happened over the long term. And I'm sure if you look back on your life, you can think of so many things that you've overcome and survived over the long haul. But if you get so focused on this strict timeline and how things haven't unfolded or happened as fast as you want them to, you'll get lost in perspective really and not appreciate the amount of growth and the things that you've accomplished over the long haul. The other thing that has helped me is really thinking about making my dreams bigger than my fear and really realizing the amount of resiliency and grit that I have. And I want you to think about this as it applies to you as well. You wouldn't be sitting here today if you didn't have a high level of grit and resiliency. You have survived things that other people probably know nothing about. You've overcome things that maybe only you and God know about or a select few. I want you to give yourself credit for the things you've overcome. And if you've got that self-critic in your ear, that's just 
tearing you down and telling you how it's not going to happen and you don't have what it takes and you're not as gifted as the next person. I want you to remind yourself of all that you've overcome and all that you've accomplished and all that you've survived and really look and see what does God say about you? Not what does your worst moment say about you, your worst decisions, your worst mistakes, not what any of those things say about you. What does God say about you? And make what God says about you, what you say about you. Make your dream bigger than your fear. Acknowledge and say to yourself, I can survive my biggest fears. I know I went through a really traumatizing experience several years ago. And I just thought if anyone knew about what happened to me, I don't think I would survive it. And it really took for me this visualization process of imagining what if my worst fears came true? How would I survive it? And I visualized how I would wake up in the morning, how I would swing my feet over the bed and stand up, how I would get dressed, how I would go down and make my kids breakfast in the morning, how I would go about my day. I just visualized myself letting go and releasing that fear of what other people would think or how they would react or whatever my biggest fear was. Like I visualized myself walking that out and overcoming. And I visualized what my day, what my year would look like. And in doing that, I really took the power away from fear. It no longer had control over me over me because up to that point, I thought I'm never going to survive this. But when I realized I could and would survive, if I dug my heels in the ground and chose to, I realized I'm just going to choose to survive. And I think there is a real strength in that perspective of deciding for yourself, you are going to survive your biggest fear. So if you have been somebody who's let fear hang over, hang, you know, the worst case scenario over your head, I want you to take a moment. I want you to take some time to visualize yourself surviving and overcoming and thriving, not just, not just surviving, but really thriving and not letting those worst case scenarios build themselves up as what would define you because it wouldn't, if you are choosing that it doesn't define you, it doesn't define you. Dr. Caroline Leaf says that the second most powerful thing in the world, other than God, is your thoughts. They are powerful. So I want you to take stock and inventory over what you're thinking. What are you allowing in your mind? What is taking up that prime real estate, which is your mind? And if it's not something that's serving you, if it's criticism, self-defeat, shame, doubt, it doesn't belong there. And this is not something that's necessarily easy to walk out in the beginning, because if you're getting to the place where you're really starting to, for the first time, take more control in your thought life, it's, it's going to be hard, but it is possible. It's this muscle that you activate. And in addition to activating this muscle, obviously I'm going to add to this. Your faith is a key element of that. You're leaning on God's strength to walk out something that you might feel in your own strength is completely impossible. It's declaring and speaking scriptures over yourself. God didn't give you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you can walk that out and embody that every day with God's strength. Maybe not easily, maybe not perfectly, but I believe he gives grace for those seasons where we feel weak. The other thing I want to share that has really helped me in my life is really thinking about the Esther story, the story of Esther. If you've never read it, you should look it up, read the whole thing. I'm not going to go over this story bit by bit, but what I will say is there's a point in that story where Esther makes the decision to enter the throne room of the king. He enters the room of the king without an invitation. And I think so many times in our lives, and I've done this countless times, and I still in some ways 
I have to push through this mindset where I feel like I have to wait for the opportunities to come to me, or I'm, I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for permission. I'm waiting for the big break versus just taking the small actionable steps that are within my reach and within my grasp to do. I think there's so many times where we are waiting on an invitation to walk forward into our dreams and our destiny and the things that we want to do with our life. And God has already called us forth. He's already set the stage and, and he's not restricting you or waiting for you to be perfect or to have it all together to be like, okay, it's your time. Now, here you go. Walk into your destiny. Angels are singing. The doves are flying. The real achievements and the real successes don't often come with permission. They come with the act of walking forward, of taking the step and moving forward, not being asked to be invited into the room, but going into the room, not waiting on permission, but moving forward in the ways that you have within your grasp to move forward. In Esther's case, the act of her stepping out and taking that risk for her people led to the saving of thousands of lives. If she had waited for permission, it might never have come. So I want you to think about that story and how it can apply in your life right now. What are you waiting on permission for? And maybe what can you take the steps to just go into the room yourself and start the conversation and start working on your goals and the things that you feel like God is stirring on your heart? It's not that I'm saying you don't consult God or you don't pray about it. I'm not in any way implying that. All of these things come together. But if you're waiting on this grand door to open, you're waiting on this one opportunity, maybe what you need to do is reevaluate what you can do right now in this season of your life. Instead of waiting for all of the pieces to come together for it to seem like, okay, this feels like the right moment. Because you can certainly start to step into a moment. And if you are really feeling pushback and like, this doesn't feel right. I don't think this is the right thing. That's okay. There's not a mistake in taking that step forward. Maybe you just need to pivot. Maybe there's more clarity that's going to come as you slowly start to step it out. Oftentimes that's when clarity does come. It doesn't come when you're in the weight holding back. I'm not saying clarity doesn't ever come in that situation, but I would say a good chunk of the time clarity comes when we're taking action because we start to step out and we, we either get confirmation of what we're supposed to be doing or we start to realize this isn't quite it. I need to pivot to the left or the right a little bit. And in saying that, one of the last two things quickly I want to share with you is something I've shared in previous episodes, but I'm going to share it here as well. My life coach at the time, the first life coach I ever had, Marie Cochran of Shut the Fear Up. She's amazing. Give her a follow. She shared with me, Dawn, you can do everything right and people will still find a way to judge you. I was really worried about that time of being judged out of context, being misunderstood, having things I said maybe taken the wrong way. And she's like, Dawn, you could do, you could have done it all right in your life and you could do everything right moving forward and people will still find a way to judge you. And she paired this statement up with another analogy she gave me, and I've told it countless times, and I've told it on previous episodes, but I'm going to say it again, because if you haven't heard this before, it's just, it's been a powerful analogy or metaphor in my life. And it is like, she said to me, Dawn, you're like an apple tree and it's your job to produce. It's not your job to control what other people do with the fruit that you produce. It's just your job to produce. She said, some people are going to come up to you and they're going to take an apple off of your apple tree and they're going to make apple pie with it. Some people will come, they'll take an apple off your apple tree and they'll make applesauce with it. Other people, she didn't say this, but it kind of ties along with this. Other people might take an apple off your apple tree and they take a bite and they spit it out. They throw it on the ground. You're not for them. That's okay. You can't 
control how other people perceive you. You can't control what other people do with the work that you produce. It's just your job to produce. So I want you to think about that moving forward. If you start to feel anxiety over being misunderstood or misperceived or other people not getting it, family talking bad about you behind your back because they think that you are too prideful if you shouldn't be walking out in the goals and dreams that you have for your life. It's not your job to control that. It's just your job to do what you feel God is stirring in your heart to do and produce. So today it was a shorter episode, but I really just wanted to share these powerful truths because I think it's so valuable when you hear from other people, the things that they've gone through, the moments that have changed their life or the things that were said to them that help them to find breakthrough. And so I hope in something that I've shared today, you found something that clicked for you. Maybe you have found revelation in, in one of these stories that really hit home for you. I'm looking forward to another conversation with you again in next week's episode. So that's all for now. Until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com and on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth. Love, love, love.